it going, folks? And yes, it is time to play the game. And today the game's going to be more grilling, not killing. We're going to chill out today with uh, Uncle Pat from Patrick Mominy from Tattoo Barbecue, or as the uh, name is supposed to be pronounced, and I hope I didn't forget how to do it on my page, Tattoo. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Tattoo. And uh, but it is spelled T A T U. And with that being said, here's Uncle Pat. And how's it been since the last time we met on my page on Sword Point Nine, Uncle Pat? Yeah, what, what was that? That's Thursday or something, somewhere around there. No, that was <laughs> great. Yeah, just working hard. Just you know, got three or four little gigs happening along with the smoking. You know, getting the store ready and switching over gonna start a vlog and blah 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 so yeah been busy cold and busy i think it got up to five today so nice we had a quote-unquote a blizzard of all of about four inches of snow and if you would have seen the lines at kroger it was ridiculous (laughs) yeah yeah up here they don't care fucking blizzard four inches is like yeah Okay, <laughs> that's, you know, you get a couple of two, three feet, they might uh, get their own plows out. But no, it's great. It's great up here. It's beautiful, man. When the sun, uh, like today, there's no clouds. Sun comes up over the horizon. You know how you put your fingers up? You know, like they say, if you put like four fingers on the horizon, then it's like an hour to sunset or something like that. I can't remember the, the deal. Well, you put your fingers up, you know, four fingers here, and that's high noon. So, yeah. So it's 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 been good. It's been yeah. Good. I, I do remember that because uh, I was stationed on Adak, Alaska. Yeah. Uh, for Fortress Gill back in the day, which is like reforger for uh, the Aleutian Islands, and uh, that was back in the uh, yeah. Well, it was eighty-seven to eighty-eight, and I remember there's an odd thing uh, Alaska has where. You have an extended period of daylight and an extended period of darkness. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's it's night and day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, literally. It's it's pretty good, though. I mean, it is really nice being up here. And when it is nice, it's nice. And when the summer comes, which the days now, you know how they kind of gradually get longer? Man, not up here. You'll, You'll gain a half hour, 40 minutes in about a week or two. So it's right. Uh, it's starting, starting to get there. Oh, I know. I yeah. remember. I remember how it used to be. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, why don't you update everybody on uh, the different items that? Because uh, I went to the store the other day looking around, and you had some specials going on, and people might ah. want to be interested in hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what uh, for Super Bowl because I only smoke on Friday. So, and and I get people to pre-order. It's pretty much the only way I, I do it now is the pre-order, which is great because that's kind of like catering, and you don't have a lot of food waste. You know, you know exactly what you're doing. So people are are doing that, and I was going to do you know my my standards, which is uh, uh, chicken and ribs. Uh, and I have a new stick burner, and so God, they just come out phenomenal. 
and then uh, I got this brisket, and so I just started kind of putting it up, telling the the uh, the uh, the really longtime customers, you know, the repeat offenders that keep coming back uh, about this brisket and not advertising it and. And then this one lady, <laughs> she goes on there because I told her, she goes, hey, I want some brisket. And I said, well, you know, I'm, you know, if I get enough people, then I'll, I'll go ahead and buy the brisket and we'll do that. And so she advertises it. Now I have to, I think we're going to do away with the chicken and have burnt ends and brisket along with the ribs for uh, people will, will buy it on Friday. I'll vacuum pack it and then they'll just uh, uh, heat it up again for Sunday for the Super Bowl and. So, yeah, things are going going real well. You know, classes are starting to get together. I'm getting an app built for uh, for Tattoo Barbecue. It'll be, be out in oh, a couple of weeks, two to three weeks, they said. And when that gets out, I'm gonna, you know, we'll, we'll put a link to that. But that's, man, that's where we're going to have, you know, the secret club, the repeat offender club. Uh, and that's where people, we can just talk freely, openly, uh you know, have to do with cooking with fire. And, uh, and and then I can do for up here, I can do flash announcements, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, if I go to the store and I find something, then I'll do a flash announcement and say, hey, look, from, you know, two to four, you know, come down and, and get a, a, what do they call that, a BOGO, buy one, get one. Yeah. So do something like, yeah, buy one, get one 25% off or I don't know. But I'm really looking forward to the uh, to that app because it's so much uh, easier than um, using emails. And I used to do, you know, digital marketing for 10 years. And now it's it's all on. Everybody has a phone. You know, if you want to reach people, well, it's on a phone. Well, let them know about your uh, Facebook page, Tattoo Tattoo Barbecue Alaska, AK. Okay. Yeah, I'm just yeah. get on Facebook and search. Now, if you just search uh, uh, tattoo BBQ, um, you're going to come up with uh, the uh, page that I had when I was in Dickinson. So, you know, I mean, you can go there. You can see it. it's great. It's got great pictures and, you know, it's the brick and mortar place that I had. Uh, but if you search tattoo barbecue AK, you'll get the Anchorage site. And then there's a group there and, you can get on on that and see what we're doing up here, and you know the the response that we're getting up here. It's 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 growing uh, substantially every week. You know, I get new new uh, customers in, and it's and all I keep hearing is like there's nothing been up here like that. You know, there's I think a couple of three or four other barbecue places, but they, you know, they try hard. And, and and I commend them. I mean, barbecue is one of the hardest things to make money at. Uh, and and so they try really hard. And, and so and I try to help them, you know, as much as I can and get it going. And, and then there's uh, there's the uh, uh, tattoo spice tattoo spell T-A-T-U tattoo spice uh, dot com, which is the online spice store that's. Uh, taking me forever. It'll be up this month. That's that's for sure. But uh, I've had to teach myself, you know, product photography and how to do Shopify. And, you know, it's just a, uh, nothing's easy, you know, unless you want to go hire it out. 
I don't. I, I, I have to know it before I can hire it out. So I know if somebody's screwing me. Um, but so that's that's going. Oh, and then the, a really nice one is uh, uh, BBQ, the number four, BBQ for Wounded dot org. And that was a nonprofit that I did. And I would fly over to Germany. Um, I did it for four, four years, twice a year. I flew over to Landstuhl and barbecued at the Warrior Center for the wounded, you know, guys that were coming in from uh, Afghanistan. And it's not just U.S. troops, it's NATO troops, you know, so I got to meet uh, a bunch of NATO country wounded and got to serve them. And, and that's really, really fun. And up here now in Anchorage is uh, doing work with uh, uh, Gold Star uh, Mothers and, and uh, uh, the Fisher House. So kind of kind of stuck in giving, you know, which is it's kind of a nice feeling. Oh, so, yeah, I, I get completely what you're saying. We used yeah. to say if you uh, two places in Iraq, one was Balad and um, in Afghanistan, there was um, um, I'm mind dumping the place in, in in Afghanistan. But if you got wounded and you made those two places, you were going to make it to Germany. Yep. And um, yeah, it's lunch tool. That's where you went. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And um, mm-hmm. th- there was one other place in Germany that they sent you to. And those two places uh, that you'd get home uh, alive. Now the condition you'd be in is a different story, uh, you know. But you will be alive. And that's yeah. one of the things that uh, was a big difference from the Gulf War, even to. Um, the global war on terror. And now that um, uh, goofballs in office, uh, we'll be sending people back over to that area in Syria too, because yeah. he's already making moves. So yeah. your thoughts on that? Oh, I don't, you know, my thoughts is to get back to, to Germany, the American Legion, uh, what was it? Uh, Kaiserslautern and post, I think it's GR001 which is the first uh, German-American Legion post. Um, and they sponsored uh, the, the trips when I go over there. And, and if you get on that Barbecue for Wounded place, there's videos and pictures of, of all the, the stuff uh, being seen on AF, uh, yeah, AFN network, Armed Forces Network. Um, they syndicated, uh, I, think, I think one of the shows, they syndicated and showed it all over the world. And so I'm, I, I, would, I would love to... To get back over there, um, uh, there's there's just so many people that I've met and I still communicate with uh, some of these you know kids, these wounded guys and and uh, yeah, there's you know there's nothing 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 greater and dang you know I might have to hit up the, some of the listeners for uh, donations to get over there. I I funded it all myself and and if I have to I'll fund it again. You know, but it cost me about eight grand um, because I buy all the food, you know, and and uh, take care of all the flights and the stay and all that stuff. And but yeah, no, I'd uh, you know if, if uh, we uh, we're going back to to um, you know helping freedom, you know, people uh, with their freedom and guys are getting wounded, which they will. Um, yeah, I'd love to be out there. And in, in doing that again, 
Uh, I also worked with Soldiers Angels. If anybody's ever dealt with them, they're out of San Diego, and they they help sponsor. I think uh, I think it was the second trip out there. They uh, donated some pretty good chunk of money on on that uh, that trip to to get out there. But uh, yeah, and there's nothing like seeing these kids when when they're wounded, and then and they're all forlorn. I mean, they're in the hospital, right? They got you know wounds over them. Some of them walk, some of them don't. You know, some are burned, and you know, and uh, one one time the saddest time, I think it was the fourth fourth or fifth trip over there, a guy severe burns on his back and stuff, and he ended up passing away, and that that was tough on me. Um, but they all want to just go back. They just want to get better and go back. And so, yeah, if I can do that in and, and barbecue, it just brings, because I'd incorporate them all. You know, they I, I made them come out and help me with the fires. I made them come out and, like, trim the, and there's pictures on there, trim the ribs up and uh, uh, get the, you know, slather up the chickens and, and then help take stuff off and do the serving and, and things. And, and it was great. And then afterwards, you see them when they're eating. Look at those pictures. They're, they're all smiling. You know, they, and, oh, and every yeah. one of those guys, I have stories uh, about them. Yeah, no, there's nothing like, uh, you know, a, a, a good old barbecue to bring the memories of home to, to these guys in, 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 a, real, in a real way. So. And, and that's true on that page, AFRTS, we used to call it uh, AFARTS, which was Armed Forces Radio Television uh, System, Network System. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's all documented on that yeah. channel. And yeah. uh, so, but you've got the links there on that page, and that's legit stuff that you've done. Yeah, uh, yeah. Certainly, yeah. you know, we shouldn't be there anymore. Uh, Trump tried to get us out of there, but, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Somebody it is what it is. was able to rig themselves into the presidency. So, so uh, yeah. with that being said, though, uh, I try to be apolitical as I can be, but I also don't like seeing our boys be hazarded any more no. than they have to be. Yeah. And unfortunately, they're going to be. So. Yeah. So we you can know. just go there and, and make them happy. You know, there you that's go. All, that's all we can do. That's it. So uh, th there was a special, though, advertised on um, um, Tattoo Barbecue AK and on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if everybody wants to go look there, uh, you'll see some of the things. You also had some interesting links to... Uh, an upcoming thing, if anybody's around the Anchorage area, where you guys are having like a uh, competition. Uh, oh, no, that's, yeah, I'm not doing that. That's up in Fairbanks. Oh, is that in Fairbanks? Yeah, okay. yeah, and and they're putting together, which which I commend them on it. You know, uh, it's just I wish they instead of up in Fairbanks, I wish they'd do it. You know, down in Anchorage, there's more people, and you know, Fairbanks is about a six eight hour drive, and I don't want to drive that far. And plus, I'm I'm actually not going to do uh, any more competitions. I mean, I've won competitions. You know, I know know the gig, and and uh, I'm just I you know I don't want to be exclusive. I don't want to compete anymore. I want to help people. 
with smoking and and so that's hence doing these classes and and you know if i if i did go up there i'd go up there and and help the teams you know as, as much as i could you know if they wanted some help pointers and stuff uh, but i'm not going to compete uh, anymore uh, it's it's just not not in my nature anymore because i've done it i've won what's the use you know i my ego is not that big don't don't really right. care Right, we yeah. talked about that on uh, my show that you and I did. And let's get into some of uh, the fun stuff we were talking yeah. about. Um, my like, uh, Lowen, Lowen's, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, low and slow. Let's let's talk about the advantages of smoking and um, how, like you in, informed me on something uh, that's on Sword Point Nine. Uh, folks, that's my YouTube channel, and of course, this one's held exclusively on PSN Radio Network. And yeah. uh, thanks, so PSN. On, that's it. And yeah. but I just wanted to let everybody hear the conversation we started, so they can reeve up. And they they got my recipe, they got your recipe on a thing, and you even. Uh, taught me something I didn't know about when I do a ham and let's get into that one where I've been wrapping it and mm -hmm. you're like uh, instead of quickly wrapping it why don't you smoke it for the first X amount of time oh yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. So and then wrap it yeah and I then mean, wrap there's so many techniques you know there's slow and, and low and slow and that's what's been around for I mean, since the beginning of, of all this tenderizing the meat, um, but there's techniques that you can you can do that you can speed up that process and get the same quality and, and award-winning quality of, of a smoke uh, out. And uh, but but the uh, you know like a ham, you know, and even you know if you get like a ham that's that's already you know cut those spiral cuts. You know, I've done done those. Now I make a mustard sauce that I put in there. It's kind of a Carolina uh, takeoff uh, of that, and it's it's thin. Uh, and so when you put it on, you know, especially in a spiral cut, it'll actually soak, you know, fall into the to the uh, cuts, you know, in, in the in the ham. But you just you don't you don't have to smoke it to death. You know, you don't have to smoke it to to get it up. What I would do is you smoke it for maybe an hour. And then you wrap it, and you wrap it in foil. Now, now you'll see everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people will wrap it in butcher paper. Um, and I'll tell you, the grand champion that, that I uh, follow a lot, it's always aluminum foil. And the reason being is that paper's porous. So you wrap it in paper, and it's going to, you're going to lose some of that moisture that, that comes out. And if you wrap it in foil, that moisture is not going anywhere, and it's going to make this, I mean, always save the juices. I always do. And and so, uh, and you can actually, uh, let's say you do, you're doing this with, with a, a ham. So you get it up there, you know, you slather it with mustard, you throw on your rub, and of course I, you know, recommend people using my, my award-winning original because it's won awards, you know, it's, it's not crazy, and, and it is really good. So you put some of that uh, on there, 
and then throw in about a quarter cup of uh, apple cider. And the best apple cider you can get is the best to put in there. Wrap it up in foil, you know, two, three times, you know, thick. And then and you don't even have to put it back on the smoker. Just put it in an oven, you know, because at that point, it's just temperature. That's that's all you're doing. When you wrap something in, in uh, either in paper or in foil, it's just temperature. You're not going to get any more smoke into it. Now, if you're doing a brisket or if you're going to do a, a pork shoulder, you might smoke it for four hours, let's say a minimum four hours. Brisket, you might do six, but then pull it out, wrap it up. And I have a special base for, for that. And I have a, a special stuff that uh, uh, I put in my brisket. Uh, and when it gets done, man, you got this awesome freaking aju and pork fat or beef fat. And and you put it in the fridge, you let it solidify. And then we just made some um, rib tip uh, tacos. And you take that aju and a little bit of the pork fat, you mix it up and, and that goes into a, a, a pan. We just keep warm and you dip your street tacos. You know, we use flour. You dip them in there and then you throw them in a pan and you fry it up. Uh, and you fr in another pan, you saute the already cooked tips in, in uh, pork fat. And then you put it all together and, and then garnish it with some red onion and cilantro. And people just go crazy over, over it because I tell you, it's I mean, bacon fat is really good. But I call this stuff gold. This is tattoo gold because it comes out kind of a bright orange color the pork fat and there's nothing like that i fry eggs in it and, you know i make cornbread i melt it and, and that's the oil i use in the cornbread and, uh, it, it's just phenomenal because not only is it pork fat it's got all these uh uh, uh the rubs all these flavors in there that, that have had time to meld together and so that's uh but that's you know you you so even what I'm saying, don't take it serious. You know, go try, go go try this stuff, and and if it works, great. But make sure that you understand what you're doing. Make sure you understand the food, you know that that uh, you're you're working with, and and play around. But I'll I'll tell you the the rub, the the pork fat, you know the butt fat that. Uh, see, and that's something that I, I can't understand. You know, you get female pigs and they don't care about their butt fat. You know, some of the other gender, you know, humans might, but pigs don't, and I don't. So yeah, it's um, it's it's good. It's real good. You know. Oh, I know that that was like what I was telling you when we did the last show. Um, we were on uh, Sword Point Nine um, about I don't use spiral cut. I'm gonna try that just because I know it'll go, the smoke will go all the way to the bone. But uh, I did notice the difference in foils. Back in the 80s into the 90s, I would tell people all the time, get some foil, fold it up, put it in your bag. And when you do that, you're going to discover that, um, you know, back in the day, the old aluminum foil uh, you could actually form like a little pan out of it, and it would be pretty watertight. The new foil, though, um, that you get the foil wrap, it doesn't hold liquid like the old one did. 
and um, it's real unique. I mean, it'll hold yeah. some, but not like the old stuff. Your thoughts? Well, it, it's, I mean, it's it's foil, and so it'll hold it. I mean, if you just put a, make a little dimple, pour water in it, it's not going to go anywhere. But it's so thin that you pick it up, you move it, you do something, it's really easy to, to split it, you know, somewhere. And that's where you lose the, the moisture. Um, I'll tell you another hack is, uh, and you can get them from PanSaver, um, get large, like, turkey cooking bags, the plastic bags. Yeah, and yep. Put that inside, you know, you, you put your uh, uh, pork butt in that, you throw in your uh, little bit of apple juice, just fold it up and then fold the uh, aluminum foil over that. And, and uh, that, that just comes out like uh, it's, it's unreal. And then everything is caught in this bag, all this juice. So you can just pour that in a little cup or something or big cup. Yeah. As everybody, as everybody has heard me tell stories on this one. On this channel, uh, Lind uh, Orchards here in Ohio. Yeah, it has to do with Paul Lind from Hollywood Squares. Um, wow. he, that orchard actually uh, makes some really good, and uh, you know, this is free pub for them. Um, they, uh, yeah, their apple cider is phenomenal, and they make good apple cider vinegar. Uh, every autumn, if you're around the uh, uh, CMH area, Columbus Metropolitan Airport area, it's I believe it's around, uh, I think, Chillicothe. And um, could be off on the name of the town, so I'm not going to try to. But just look up Lind Orchards in Ohio, yeah. and uh, you, you're out there. You're able to go pick your own apples even if you want to. I tell you, know, you just just hearing you know uh, about that and knowing that it's organic, knowing that it's fresh, knowing you know it's right from there and it's not been uh, adulterated or anything is. And then I'll, I'll tell you, and if you can find a, a pig that is, uh, you know, the farmer that raised it, and you get it butchered, uh, it, it's like you're in heaven. You would just eat that pork with that, and literally you'll be in heaven because it's it's that good and even that different than, you know, like uh, I bought up here most of my meat from a Costco, which is good. They use Swift and, and you know, it's, I've never had a bad product from them. But uh, I had some, oh, I don't know, a couple of, what, probably three, six months ago from a guy in, they call it in the valley, um, raising Matsu Meats, I think it's called, and he raises pork. And I tell you, I never had pork that even it came from the black pig, and I can't remember the name of it, but oh, that was. I, I tell you, if if you're going to do something special for somebody's birthday or wedding or the anniversary or something, go find a local farmer, pig farmer, and and, and order it. You probably have to order it way ahead of time. You know, because and then they'll finish it. They'll raise them. They'll get them to a certain weight, and uh, you won't be disappointed at all. As long as you use my rub. Now I don't know about anybody else's rub. <laughs> there we go. Yep, we were talking about rubs the other day too. Yeah. Uh, that that's some fun stuff. I I tried to tell everybody. Uh, 
when we all went to uh, Jermaine's Luau, I think it was me and two other dudes from there met one of the little, uh, not little at the time, he was a big Samoan dude. <laughs> but uh, he he said, uh, you know, I was joking with him, you know, I am naturally. And uh, anyway, so he, he after we've talked to him for a while, he invites us to go. I think it was the last night we were in Oahu to an actual luau, not a commercial one. And it was oh, because yeah. his sister or aunt or somebody was getting married. And it was hilarious, you know, when we get there, um, they're all looking at us howlies, you know, white guys. That's their slang for a white dude. Right. And, uh, you know, trying to grip up. And he's like, no, 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 these dudes are fine because I invite <laughs> them. And uh, we all ended up just laughing and joking. And they were doing whole pigs in, on the yep. beach, yep. smoking them in the sand. Yep. And, Putting rocks and seaweed on top yep. of them. Oh, yeah. oh, God, yeah. Yeah, go on and talk about just the natural way to do it in the ground. Because that's another thing a lot of people don't realize is you can smoke in the ground with the charcoal you prepare during the day on, with wood and stuff. Oh yeah. That's the best art. Yeah. I when I was in Germany, you know, on one of the trips, I have cousins there, so I'm out at my cousin's place, and they hadn't had, you know, Texas style pork, or I think I did pork and ribs, and and their cuts over there are a little bit different. So anyway, and he didn't have a smoker, but they got these like round little, short round little, uh, and if if you look up a German barbecue, you'll see what I'm saying, and, and they hang on chains and stuff. So what he did have, I went down in his basement. He had a box that uh, a TV came in that was, oh, I'm going to say probably two foot square, maybe two or three foot tall or whatever. So that's what I used for a smoker. Put it over this chain thing, you know, wrapped uh, uh, paper around it and and, uh, and smoked a, a, a pork butt in it. And if you understand the principles of what you're looking for and doing all that's all you need and and you can make you could i mean you can make a smoker you can dig a trench you know and, and make a, a coal smoker you know you dig a trench put some uh branches over the top of it cover it with some uh, uh what do you call it uh, coconut uh, leaves or you know palm leaves or something and put a fire in one end put your meat down the other end and off you go you know, it's 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 not rocket science. It's just understanding the principles. Uh, oh yeah, happens. oh yeah. That that's like uh, we we had a little place. It was uh, in Al Kut, Iraq. And if you've ever seen the videos of when Saddam Hussein used to launch jet fighters hot out of his armed or armored bunkers, they were concrete bunkers where the aircraft were stored during the Iraq-Iran war. Um, we actually had one of those aircraft bunkers, and uh, we called it Alibaba's. The Poles and the Ukrainians made their, uh, distilled their vodka, <laughs> and uh, that was some killer vodka too, man. Yeah, and uh, I wadded up a little box, a still box, and inside there we would... Uh, I put a little rotisserie kind of thing in there and we would, we'd go out and teach the people how to fire RPGs. And, 
any kind of ordinance that was Soviet, we would get in if, usually from Ukrainians because they would have um, a weekly flight with those big ass jets they have. I can't remember the name of them. I, I know they're ILs, so they're Aleutians. Uh, but anyways, they'd fly in, deliver that stuff, and we'd uncrate shit. And we would basically uh, render the boxes by burning them. Mm-hmm. And then we would smoke the, you know, smoke a, um, a sheep or a lamb. And uh, so you just had a little handle where you could rotisserie it when you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was lovely. I mean, you know, probably ate a bunch of um, Simtex residue, I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. it was yeah. just a different kind of different kind of head. Your thoughts? Oh, it's it's smoking with fire, and that's what I I'm starting to teach again is smoking with fire. If 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 the Mr. Caveman didn't happen to drop some meat into a fire, we would not be here, because that is the whole thing that that sparked um, the uh, humanoids to be able to um, uh, digest the meat in three to four hours instead of uh, eight, 10, you know, 15 hours raw. And that's the only reason that allowed um, our brains to grow was how quick we could uh, uh, process them. And and that came from fire, you know, burnt meat. And and, uh, there's a whole book, I can't remember what what it's called, but it tells the whole history of it. If it hadn't have been for that, then yeah, we wouldn't be here. And so I like teaching, you know, cooking with fire because that you, you can't get any more traditional than cooking with fire. I mean, it, it goes back into our, you know, uh, karmic memory, like, you know, generations and generations and, you know, and, and, and that's what we're, we're meant to do. I mean, you know, we, we're not, weren't meant to to just eat veggies you know now because there's so much meat and stuff it's it's different because you know back then you had to go catch that stuff so you burnt all the calories up trying to get the meat and then you needed the meat to replace them and nowadays you know you just go to the store and buy the shit and call her good there is a big difference you're exactly right i used to go out and pick out the uh sheep or the lamb, and uh, we would actually buy it on the hoof, uh, kill it in the halal way, you know, because you're just in that area, and uh, then dress it, you know, take out all the organs and everything. And uh, some of the organs you kept, um, when the Brits were around, they'd always keep the uh, sheep's stomach, and we got actual uh, haggis, August, yeah. Yep. And, um, but, you know, that that's a thing that leave it to the professionals to do that stuff because you can get some serious bugs if you don't do it right. Yeah, you got to clean uh, it good. Yeah. So let those dudes do it. Don't you try to do it. I had a day of a little dysentery because one of the guys decided he knew what they did and he screwed it up. And yep. you don't want to live on the toilet for a 24 hour period pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, just be careful. 
Or who is it? And, and, Andrew Bedoin, or isn't that his name? The chef. Oh, he, yeah, he died. He, um, yeah, yeah, yeah he, yeah. he he died, but he did a show. I'll never forget. He was in South Africa, and he was out there, and these guys were hunting and blah blah blah. And so they they catch this pig thing, I guess, like or a rodent and and stuff, and they gut it all out. And the guy just sits there and he pulls the intestines out, puts it between his thumb and forefinger, and then pulls it and pull. It just pushes all the shit out. You know, they they're watching it. Then he threw it on the fire and cooked it, and they ate it. And, of course, he was there, uh, uh, Bedoin was, uh, and so he ate some. You know, he didn't want to insult them, and he got uh, not deathly ill, but he got really, really sick from from eating that stuff. You know? So, yeah, you, you kind of kind of want to watch it. <laughs> eating, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The, the Brits were, were Scotsmen, really. Uh, it was just a Scottish unit, and they were all Scotsmen. Uh, it was funny, because the dudes that knew what they were doing would do it, and the other dudes would watch. And uh, literally, I can't even make this shit up, they used, like, a, a hose, like we have here, for our garden hoses, yeah, and just yeah. clean the hell out of those intestines and yeah. out of the um, uh, stomach. And because uh, I guess even the acidity in there can really give you oh, a view. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, like I said, it was just one of the dudes that had been there longer than I had said, oh, I know how to do it. And we all, I don't think he lasted very long. They got rid of old nerve. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I'll say on that one. Hey, you know what? I was just thinking, you guys want to. Guys, want to know how you you can pick out a, a competition grade uh, brisket? Sure, run with it. Yeah, well, okay. You go to I'm gonna I'm gonna say go to Costco. They have good meat. They got prime brisket. And what you want to do? I mean, I I just read a, a thing of this guy on on Anchorage to go was saying, oh look, and I just smoked up 20 pound brisket, and he had pictures of it. And I noticed there was a break in one of the flats. Now, if it breaks, then it's dry. I mean, it's, you know, and, and I didn't comment or anything, but because it looked good and, and no one up here really knows what it is. Usually, usually if you want, when, when you're doing a flat, you want to cut it about a quarter inch, pick it up on your finger, and it'll just drape over it. That's, then you know it's it's going to be moist and succulent and, and all this stuff. Um so, and, and stay away from the 20-pounders, 13, 15-pound max uh, for, for smoking. You, you get bigger than that, and you, it's, I've never seen anybody in competition smoke one that big. Um, but so anyway, so you go to the store, right? You go and you take a look. First thing that, that I'll do is I'll look at the uh, cat park and see if it's got a nice big hump on it, like a, like a, uh, a camel hump. You know, on the on the cat part. So you want because that's where you're going to make your bird dens from. So you look at that. Okay, that's great. Then you pick it up. You know, one end on the right hand, the other on the left hand, and you uh, you bend it. You know, the the fat side is down, and you want to bend it. Now, if it doesn't bend, put it back because it means there's there's just uh, too much 
uh, fat, and it's not the, I can't remember the name of it, but it's not the fat that renders through the meat. It, this is, is, you just, it, it's crap fat, you know. And if you can't bend it, no, you put it back. You want to be able to bend it. If you can bend it into a U, that's perfect. Um, if, if it gets, you know, maybe halfway to a U, fine. Anything less than that, I'd keep looking for for uh, for the different brisket. Um, and so after you have that, so you got the cap, nice cap on it, ooh, and then you got the band. You're going ooh. So then you look at the uh, flat part, the the end, the thin part, and you want to get that uh, end to be as uh, equally thick all the way across. A lot of them will start out, let's say, at one inch and go down to about a quarter inch. Uh, you want to stay away from that. Uh, you, you're just going to waste a, uh, a bunch of uh, uh, time, and, and it'll just you, you, and you can't do burnt ends out of the flat. So, and then I won't go into it, but you 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 can watch YouTube's on trimming the cap from the flat. And you can you can trim it before you smoke it. I like doing it before you smoke it. You trim off that, and you have this flat part. You lube all that up, and and use my uh, a brisket rub, and I make a brisket base. Put that all on there, and then you go and you smoke it. Um, and you, then I smoke mine for four hours. I'll put it off the flat part. I'll put it off and wrap it in foil, and and then I throw a little bit of. Uh, a uh, little bit of apple juice, uh, and then a little bit of uh, root beer. And the reason you want to use root beer is because traditionally that's what they used in Haiti uh, was a sassafras plant. And so root beer, don't use Pepsi, don't use Coke, don't use all those other things. If you use root beer, it'll, it'll just give a nice deep flavor to it. Um, well, and so you put it back in the oven well, and you you finish it. Here's a here's a suggestion. Uh, there's a company out there called Mr. Beer. That's how I used to brew my own beer when I was in Iraq. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's something you use called a wart. It's the same thing with yeah. sassafras beer or root beer. Right. And you can do both those products out of the same kind of thing. Yep. And, you can get them in condensed form. Yeah, but in Ohio we have sassafras trees. And I tell people, of course, it's always good to have some pine, the heart of the pine down towards the root. Uh, you can buy them at like Kroger and stuff where they pre-cut it, but you can find it out in the woods. It's it's where you get the punky uh, bottom of the pine tree. And in the root area of it, in the center, you let that dry out and it's rich with that pine tar. And it's great for starting a fire. Now, when you're going to do a fire, if you want it to take off like you just poured gasoline on the fire, you take some sassafras, sassafras wood, and you cut it. It has a very distinct smell. It tastes, or it smells just like it tastes. And uh, it's like you just threw a log of gasoline on that damn fire. It'll burn hot. And so on like a snowy day like today, and let's say it's wet out, uh, that fire will take off. And um, that's just a little helpful hint for getting a fire going. But, of course, it burns real quickly. So if you put some oak or something a little harder on there, 
that's where you're going to get your good char, your good charcoal. And stay again. You put green wood like that, you know, and then and then cook over over green wood, you know, that's wet like that. Uh, you'll it'll just be bitter, the the the, the flavor. But yeah, top it off with with any hardwood uh, would would be perfect. Yeah, I, I wasn't talking green wood. I'm talking felled trees, you know, but they're going to be oh, wet. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, so that's that, that's what I was trying to say is it's at least a harder wood. It may be a little punky on the outside. That'll burn off. And you get that fire going. And um, smoking now, I wouldn't start smoking until you had just the coals. And that's going to be your harder center of the wood you know what i mean or did i fuck up trying to explain it no no that's because you're you're kind of putting grilling and smoking you know in the and it's really not you because you're going to get the wood flavor uh as you're grilling but it's it's you're you're actually cooking fast you know and unless you're going to put a top over it or something uh, over the, the fire and actually hold in the heat and hold in the the uh, smoke and at a lower temperature. Um, but if if you're going to do it like a grilling, then yeah, you just you know just you know make make sure you you can move the the food around from hot coals to no coals and and uh, uh, yeah no that's that's uh, that's that's perfect and and then let me I'll just finish up with that brisket here so you, you cut off the cap part and you smoke that at the same time not not on top but two different you know and you smoke it for four hours or thereabouts no no less than four hours it's not going to be done but that's when you wrap it and in the flat you you wrap it you put it uh, you can put it in your oven at, at 350 375 and just let it do its thing um, until it gets to an internal temperature of about 195. Um, the cap part is after you get the smoke all in it, um, you take it out and you're going to cube that up. You know, you may have to butterfly it to, to get it uh, uh, equally because it'll the cap just has a big hump. And you, you know, you can't cube up a big hump. You got to butterfly it a little bit. So you make these cubes, let's say inch and a half cube, inch cube, whatever you want. Uh, rub them all up with, uh, I don't use the uh, brisket rub again. I just use my regular rub. Rub them all up, set them out on a, uh, on a uh, grill mat and put them back in the smoker uh, and get some smoke into them for at least another hour and a half or so. Uh, then you can take them out, put them in an aluminum foil uh, pan, you know, aluminum pan, foil pan, and uh, cover them and put them in and, and just until they're done, until they're 195 inside. Take the foil off another 15, 20 minutes without the foil to get a nice bark to it. And, uh, and that's your burnt ends, you know, and they, uh, they, they go, they go real yeah, people will love them. So that's the trip, the tip for the today, the tattoo tip on, on brisket. The tattoo tip on cooking with Kaiser. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and Uncle Pat. I, yeah. I do enjoy these shows, and we're going to continue. I believe we're going to continue this on both my channel and on PSN yeah. because 
it, we've got, I think, maybe three minutes left. Yeah. And uh, yeah. whatever you want to uh, plug and pimp, you go oh, and get the last word, and then I'll step us off this big orange couch. Yeah, we just, you know, just uh, tattoobarbecue.com, uh, tattoospice.com, barbecueforwounded.org. Uh, and, and find me on Facebook and, and just start following and you got questions, you know, hit me up, send me a message, you know, with, with whatever it is to, to do with cooking, you know, I'll answer them. I'll, I'll answer them all. And, uh, love to, I love to teach and love to share the, share the knowledge and I appreciate, uh, uh, you know, uh, PSN getting, giving us the, the time here. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, Angel Espina. He loves it when I say his name. Espino. Uh, Espino, Espino, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> uh, he, uh, I always fuck it up. That's why he loves when I say it. He always, he always jumps in. Um, Angel Espino, um, my paisan, my brother, uh, he, he runs this spaceship, and we all just get a serve in it. Yeah. And I, I really awesome. appreciate him allowing enough space on it for me to build the blocks of my castle. Yeah. And uh, without that, you know, you guys would have nowhere to sit on my big orange couch yeah. and slowly finish your coffee, tea, soda, and or adult libation as I will slowly raise the drawbridge as you meander aimlessly out into the real world. And thanks for sticking around with me and Uncle Pat and Angel. Remember, you can't steer a pulled pork. There you go. You cannot steer a pulled pork. That is exactly right. Because a steer and a pig, two different critters. Or what was it? Do you remember uh, an old 80s show? Uh, Motel Hell. It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Remember that one? I, I, I kind of remember the motel thingy, but I don't remember the. Oh, it's a goofy as hell kind of horror movie. But, you know, in the end, they have a chainsaw fight Yeah. Uh, where they're wearing one guy's wearing a pig's head for a mask like Darth Vader. It was hilarious. It's stupidity. But, uh, uh, yeah. All right. Glad you were able to drop by tonight. Yeah. And uh, Angels got to go. And so do we. And thank you for stopping by Kaiser's Castle and sitting on the big orange couch.